Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, November 11th. U.S. equities ended the day and week higher following Thursday's trading session, which posted the largest daily gain since 2020. Yesterday's sharp rise came in the wake of a cooler-than-expected October Consumer Price Inflation Report, which seems to be curbing expectations regarding how aggressive the Fed could remain with its monetary policy tightening. The ongoing turmoil in the cryptocurrency markets kept sentiment in check after crypto exchange FTX.com voluntarily began Chapter 11 bankruptcy procedures. The bond markets were closed today in observance of the Veterans Day holiday, giving Treasuries a breather after yesterday's plunge while the U.S. dollar continued its fall. Crude oil prices were sharply higher and gold gained modest ground. News on the equity front was focused on some tertiary earnings reports, with Toast Incorporated posting a wider loss than expected and Doximity beating on both the top and bottom lines, as well as announcing a new share repurchase program. The loan economic report for today showed that consumer sentiment for November deteriorated more than expected. Stocks in Asia rallied following yesterday's gains in the U.S. and amid news that China will relax travel restrictions, while European stocks ended the day mixed, tempering the previous trading session's solid gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average advanced 32 points, or 0.1%, to 33,748, the S&P 500 index increased 37 points, or 0.9%, to 3,993, and the Nasdaq Composite rose 209 points, or 1.9%, to 11,323. In moderately heavy volume, 5.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.8 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil climbed $2.49 to $88.94 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price gained $17.20 to $1,770.90 per ounce, and the dollar index tumbled 1.8% to 106.39. Markets ended noticeably higher for the week, as the Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 4.2%, the S&P 500 rose 5.9%, and the Nasdaq Composite soared 8.1%. In equity news on Friday, Toast Incorporated, ticker symbol TOST, reported an adjusted third-quarter loss of $0.19 cents per share, compared to the $0.08 cent per share shortfall that FactSet had estimated, with revenues rising 54.7% year-over-year to $752 million above the street's forecast of $720 million. The restaurant management software company said total locations increased 40% year-over-year to 74,000, and gross payment volume saw a 53% rise from the prior year. Looking ahead, Toast said it sees fourth-quarter sales within a range of $730 million and $760 million, compared to the street's $730 million expectation. Toast traded higher. Doximity Incorporated, ticker symbol DOCS, posted an adjusted fiscal second quarter profit of 17 cents per share, above the 15 cent fact set estimate on revenues of $102.2 million, just above the forecasted $100 million.
The online platform for the medical industry lowered its outlooks for fiscal third quarter, but reaffirmed its full-year guidance, while it also announced a new $70 million share repurchase program. Shares rallied over 30%. Stocks were able to continue yesterday's rally that came in the wake of a favorable consumer price inflation report, while third-quarter earnings season heads down the home stretch with a number of retailers set to report next week. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Disappearing Act Earnings how earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA notes in his article titled The End of Earnings Growth how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, the preliminary University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for November showed that sentiment deteriorated more than expected, falling to 54.7 from October's final reading of 59.9, well below the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a slight decrease to 59.5. The index remained above the record low seen in June, but there was noticeable decline in the current conditions portion of the index, joining a more modest decrease in the expectations component of the report. The one-year inflation forecast ticked lower to 5% from 5.1% in October, and the 5-10 to year inflation outlook rose to 3% from 2.9%. The U.S. bond markets were closed today in observance of the Veterans Day holiday, with the yield on the two-year note sitting at 4.32%, the yield on the 10-year note at 3.82%, and the 30-year bond rate at 4.06%. Market volatility remains following last week's monetary policy decision from the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, which delivered a fourth straight 75 basis point rate hike and suggested the central bank will likely remain aggressive in tightening monetary policy. The FOMC decision is discussed by Schwab's director and fixed income strategist Colin Martin CFA in his commentary titled, Fed Hikes Aggressively Signals More Hikes to Come. Colin provides a look at how stocks slid and Treasury yields rose, as comments by Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell suggested the peak Fed funds rate may be higher than initially expected. Elevated bond yields and this year's rise in the U.S. dollar have fostered the choppiness in the markets. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses the bond and currency markets in her article titled, Markets to Fed slow down, you move too fast, noting how if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. While the third quarter earnings season will continue to be in focus next week with a number of retailers slated to report, the economic calendar will be robust and offer some reports that could move the markets. 
The full October inflation picture will come into focus, courtesy of the Producer Price Index, or PPI, and the Import Price Index. Housing will take center stage with a number of reports slated for release next week, including housing starts and building permits, existing home sales, the NAHB Housing Market Index, and the weekly read on MBA mortgage applications. Advanced retail sales will bring the first look at the all-important consumer for October, while regional manufacturing reads for New York, Kansas City, and Philadelphia are also on the docket. Rounding out the calendar is initial jobless claims for the week ended November 12 and the leading economic index for October. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe were mixed despite some positive developments in parts of the world. Chinese state media announced that the Asian nation will curb COVID-related travel restriction, while yesterday's cooler-than-expected October consumer price inflation data out of the U.S. also remained a tailwind. The upbeat report appeared to be easing financial conditions as the U.S. dollar and treasury yields fell. The global markets also continue to focus on any new developments surrounding the results of the midterm U.S. elections, which remains uncertain. Political uncertainty on both sides of the pond has added a layer of uncertainty in the global markets, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled Revenge of the Markets, how markets can have more sway over policymakers than vice versa. Jeff offers three ideas for what markets may compel other policymakers to do next. The markets continue to absorb recent monetary policy decisions around the globe, with the Fed in the U.S. delivering a 75 basis point rate hike for the fourth time last week, which was followed by the decision from the Bank of England to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points, the biggest increase in over three decades. The Fed and Bank of England's decisions come after October's move by the European Central Bank to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second time. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness and pushed the monetary policy tightening while being exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. However, Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled Central Banks Stepping Down how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes and this could lead to a year-end quote-unquote Santa Paws rally for stocks. The British pound and euro rose versus the U.S. dollar, adding to gains seen yesterday amid the tumble in the greenback following the U.S. inflation data and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were higher. In economic news in the region, third-quarter GDP in the UK expanded by 2.4% year-over-year, above expectations, but a drop from the 4.4% year-over-year growth posted in the second quarter, while the country's trade deficit narrowed slightly and industrial production improved month-over-month. The UK FTSE 100 index fell 0.8%, and Spain's IBEX 35 index declined 0.4%, while France's CAC 40 index and Germany's DAX index gained 0.6%, Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.3%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index nudged 0.1% higher. Stocks in Asia finished solidly higher after Chinese state media reported that COVID measures for travel will be eased. 
Mainland Chinese and Hong Kong stocks have been volatile as of late, amid rumors that China will end its zero-COVID strategy, despite the government's attempts to dispute the reports. The speculation surrounding China's potential end to its policy and today's developments have fostered a large amount of interest as the country continues to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Yesterday's cooler-than-expected consumer price inflation report added to the upbeat sentiment as it may have eased some of the anxiety over how aggressive the Fed as well as central banks around the globe will need to be going forward. A number of recent global central banks have tightened monetary policy, led by the 75 basis point rate hike out of the U.S. last week, which was joined by the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision to raise interest rates by 25 basis points for a second straight meeting, along with further forceful moves from the Bank of England and European Central Bank. Aggressive monetary policies outside Japan and China have led to volatility in the bond and currency markets to add to the choppiness in the markets. Elsewhere, SoftBank Group, ticker symbol SFTBY, posted a fiscal second quarter profit that was well above analyst expectations, coming off two consecutive periods of losses. In light economic news in the region, wholesale prices in Japan came in hotter than expected but down from last month. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 2% amid some strength in the yen, which remains near multi-decade lows versus the U.S. dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng index led the way, soaring 7.7%, and China's Shanghai Composite index gained 1.7%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index also traded 2% higher, South Korea's Kospi index rallied 3.3%, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index jumped 2.8%. Next week's international economic calendar will deliver a host of reports that could shape market action. China will report industrial production and retail sales. Japan will release industrial production, retail sales, third quarter GDP, its tertiary industry index, the trade balance, and CPI. Australia will provide a look at the leading index, employment data, and the minutes from the Reserve Bank of Australia's monetary policy meeting on November 1st. In the Eurozone, industrial production, third quarter GDP, CPI, and trade figures will be reported, while Germany will offer wholesale prices and the Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey. Finally, the UK will post labour statistics, CPI, PPI, the Retail Price Index, Housing Prices, and Retail Sales. That concludes the closing Schwab Market Update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, November 11th.